Hey, this is Randy Gage, and you're listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Hey, what's up, Prosperity Nation? This episode might be the most important one I've ever recorded on this podcast, and I think we're up to about 300 of them, maybe. I don't remember the number. It's a big number, at least from my viewpoint. Uh, And I think from your viewpoint, you may find this is the most important one you have listened to ever from any podcast, or maybe just one of the most important podcasts you listened to this year. But the topic is why you're stuck or why things aren't working for you. And this is a question that I hear often. I've just finished this um, uh, prosperity warrior uh, kind of three week class I've been doing with Tim Shore. We're just wrapping that up now. And uh, I'm looking at the, the people who are in that. I'm looking at the master class I did about a month ago. And just looking at the comments I get in my blog, the comments I hear at seminars, and people saying, uh, you know, I'm working so hard, I'm tithing, I'm visualizing, I'm writing affirmations, I'm trying to create value, I'm, I'm following all the advice, why isn't this working? Why am I stuck? And I'm going to suggest that it's one of two possible causes. Or, (laughs) you don't want to hear this, but I'm going to suggest it's two of two possible causes, meaning maybe both of them are a cause for you. And I'm not being cheeky or snarky when I make this statement, when I say that what I'm going to share with you in this episode is what I find is the key that unlocks the blockage for 98.725% of the people I work with. Uh, It's one of these two things or both. So I want to share both of them with you today and I want you to really do some critical thinking on this. If you're not manifesting the kind of prosperity you really feel you should be getting. Uh, And in all the realms, the money that you're earning, the net worth and wealth that you're building, the loving relationships in your life, your health, energy, and wellness, um, the just, uh, you know, every aspect of prosperity. If you find, hey, I'm, I'm just kind of plateaued in this area. I'm, I'm stuck in this area and I'm not, I'm not manifesting what I think I should. I want you to really see if one of these two issues is the cause. Number one is, uh, let me adjust my mic here. Uh, number one is uh, you have an emotional payoff from failing greater than the reward of succeeding. Now notice the kind of general terms I'm using for that. Uh, I didn't specifically talk about money or relationships or anything specific. I said an emotional payoff from failing to achieve something, right? And that emotional payoff is stronger, greater, more compelling 
then the reward of actually succeeding at this thing you say that you want. So um, you say you want to be a millionaire, yet you're still broke. Why is that? You say you want to be healthy and energetic and well and flexible, and but you're not. You say you want loving relationships, but you keep repeating a pattern of dysfunctional relationships. And all I can share is, because remember in all of this, I'm not a psychiatrist, I'm not a psychologist, but I am one of the preeminent experts in the galaxy on why and how human beings self-sabotage. And the reason I'm the preeminent expert is because I did it for the first 30 plus years of my life. In my case, um, I had all kind of health issues, right? So every relationship I was in, the topic of conversation every day pretty much would be about how I was feeling that day. So I get up, you know, I'm getting out of bed. And they, hey, are you okay? Are you feeling, I'm okay, you know, and I struggle over to the, uh, you know, sink to brush my teeth. Um, I had all of these issues. Back pain was like one of like 20. Systemic candidiasis, another one, just you know, issue after issue. Uh, and I realized after a couple of years of therapy that I was actually manifesting these uh, illnesses, diseases, injuries, because I was incapable of accepting love. Because that was my, uh, uh, the, the way I was brought up in a family that did not kiss or hug or say I love you. We didn't express affection. That just wasn't done in anybody in my family. And I had gone through some uh, uh, an abuse situation when I was in the Cub Scouts. Uh, so maybe I, I shut down and sealed off because of that. Uh, I was a subject of ridicule and kind of the, the um, uh, I'm not going to say I was bullied because I was uh, physically strong enough to kind of protect myself, but emotionally bullied, I would say yes, definitely. So maybe I shut down from that. Um, and I just simply didn't know how to accept love. Going deeper, 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 I didn't love myself. So because I didn't love myself, how was I going to let somebody else love me? I couldn't. So I was incapable of accepting love. I was incapable of expressing love. But I desperately wanted love. And the only way I knew how to manifest it was attention, sympathy, empathy, getting people to feel sorry for me. Because at least I could accept that. Right? Because I couldn't accept love. And I'm sure all of my exes from the start of my life, if they're listening to this, is like, well, that makes sense. Because I tried so hard to reach you. I tried so hard to love you. I just couldn't accept it, right? So I thought I wanted love. But subconsciously, I didn't. I was getting a bigger reward 
from the 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 from failing at love because that was the only way I knew how to perceive it. Same way I thought I wanted to be rich. I was poor. I hated being poor. At least I thought I hated being poor. But as I really went deep, deep levels on, you know, onward in my life, I recognized, no, I've been hanging on to victimhood. I've been hanging on to this belief that rich people are evil and, and, and uh, poor people are noble and heroic. And I'm just a little guy fighting the forces of evil, high school dropout, coming from a poor family, the wrong side of the railroad tracks. The odds were stacked against me. I was never going to be able to make it. I was taking pride in that. And, you know, growing up, I was raised in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison's a college town, very liberal, because you have all these college students outnumber the population pretty much. Um, Grew up in the 70s were my formative years. I was volunteering at the We Love McGov headquarters, 1972. Because, and Republicans were the bad guys. They were the rich people and they were at war in Vietnam. And the Democrats were the good guys. They were the poor people and they wanted to end the war in Vietnam. So that colored my belief structure for really uh, the next few decades was, well, I had to be a liberal Democrat on everything because I wanted to be one of the good people, the noble people, the people who cared about the poor and the downtrodden and the exploited. Uh, and it took me years and years to understand, well, no, I could actually embrace some of the policy issues of the Republican Party uh, like limited government, like fiscal balance, you know, balancing a budget, being fiscally responsible. Uh, and I came to understand, wow, I can be an independent. I can be an independent critical thinker. And I can be rich and I can care about poor people. And I can become wealthy and I don't have to be a bad person. So it's only when I was able to let go of the payoff of being poor, the payoff of being broke, thinking that that made me noble, that that made me a better person, that I was actually able to become wealthy. So that's the first thing I want you to really do some work on. Are you holding on to something? Is there some emotional payoff? Because sometimes we get more reward by failing by sabotaging ourselves, even by being victimized, we get more emotional payoff from that than we would get for being successful at the things we say we want. So really do some thinking, is that the cause? Is that what's keeping you stuck? Y numero dos is you have somebody you haven't forgiven yet. Notice I say yet. Because you need to do that, right? So the second big thing, remember, I'm telling you 98.725% of the people in the world who are stuck, it's one of these two things. The second one is because you have somebody that you haven't forgiven yet. Because think of the vacuum law of prosperity, right? We need to create a vacuum in order for the universe to fill it with good. We talked about this a couple of episodes ago on the show. 
Uh, and I've done a few, if you want to look back through the backlist, if you're a new subscriber, I've done a few shows about the vacuum law. And it's really important principle of prosperity. So if you're holding on to vengeance, you're holding on to getting revenge, you're holding on to hate, there's no room for love. So uh, that will prevent you from manifesting prosperity. That will prevent you from a breakthrough. Now, we know that 98.725% of the people, it's one of these two things. Now, let me give you the real mind-blowing uh, statistic. And yes, of course, I'm making this percentage up. I'm pulling it out of my butt. <laughs> but I'm trying to get the point that this is really, it's like this kind of number, the overwhelming majority. So I would say of the people who have someone they haven't forgiven yet, 98.725% of those people, the person they haven't forgiven is themselves. How did you know I was going to say that before I said it? Because you knew that, didn't you? yourself and nothing will keep you stuck more than beating yourself up and not forgiving yourself understand that we look at people on tv and they just seem to have these perfect idyllic lives and they they're calm and rational and friendly and loving and giving and they never get angry and they never do bad things and they never have bad thoughts and we think we're inferior to them. But you've got to understand Mother Teresa had jealous thoughts. Gandhi had petty thoughts. Think of the most uh, idol, the person you idolize the most. And I promise you they have the same kind of issues they had to work through that you and I have to work through. And you know every dirty secret about yourself. You know every petty thought you've ever done. You know every petty conniving thing you ever did when you were six years old, when you were 10 years old, when you were 15 years old. You know all of that and you're holding it all against you. So you've got to be willing to let go of that. You've got to understand this is called Humanity 101. It's the course where all we all have to go through and recognize we're not perfect in the sense of never having an unpure thought, a jealous thought, a petty thought, never having done anything wrong, never hurting anybody. We have all said things we wish we could take back. We all have done things we wish we would have never done. We all have hurt people we love that we wish we had never done, but we did. Get over it. Give yourself a break. Please forgive yourself. Be willing to let that go. There's things you did. There's things I did. We can never pay back to that person, right? We did, and you could have done something horrific. You could have been a drunk driver and you killed somebody. You could have been a careless doctor and you sliced somebody's heart valve and they died on the table because you were blinking at, you know, lost attention for two seconds. You could have done something horrific. 
we've all done things we hate that we despise about ourselves that we wish we never done that we've hurt other people but you have to forgive yourself and give yourself it so when i say we have things we we've done all of us we have things we've done that we're never going to be able to pay back and make right with that person but here's what you can do you can resolve that even though you did something you can't pay back you can pay it forward you can change your future because you can resolve to create your own penance, your own payoff, your own way of helping, sharing. Why do you think I do this podcast for free? Why do you think I do my blog for free? Why do you think I do so much work for free? Because I've done, remember I was a teenage alcoholic, a teenage drug addict. I was in jail for armed robbery and burglary. I did horrible, terrible, unconscionable things. I lied to people I cared about. I hurt people I cared about. I've done just stuff I wish I never would have done. And I can't go back and change that. But what I can do is change the equation going forward. I can pay it forward. And that's why I'm doing this podcast. And you can pay it forward because you can decide right now, today, to forgive yourself, care enough, love yourself enough to forgive yourself and give yourself that fresh start. So that's the two causes, 98.725%. Do your homework, find out. And if you are stuck, Check out these two things, and I think you'll probably find the answer to getting unstuck. And if you do, I want to hear from you. Post it on uh, iTunes, rate it, send me a note on Twitter, hit me up on Facebook, let me know you're out there, and let me know that you forgave yourself, or you found that hidden payoff, and you, you destroyed it, and you replaced it with something that empowers you. All right, go out and have an amazing day, guys. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Do me a favor and practice the circulation law of prosperity and tell people about Prosperity TV. So if you would, just put something up on your Tumblr, your Twitter, your Facebook, your YouTube. Uh, let people know what you think of the Power Prosperity Podcast. Even take a screenshot of your phone and maybe post that picture. Uh, so we can build the community here at the podcast. Thanks, guys.